Blog Talk Radio. Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Well, happy Monday to you, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, March 4th, 2019. And of course, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business your dreams, and your ideas, guess what? A huge success. I want to welcome all of you who are joining me through Facebook Live and our Women About Biz group. Happy Monday to you. I hope that you are starting off your week in a productive manner. And again, thank you to all of you who are listening listening from our Blog Talk Radio platform. want to welcome you as well, and thank you so much for listening to the Successful Woman Radio Show. I see that we have a lot of new people on our blog talk platform. So I just want to, you know, thank you and welcome you so much. I want to just quickly let you know who we are and what we are. Um, Successful Woman Radio Show was started uh, about 11 years ago. Can you believe it? 11 years ago. And since that time, we've had more than half a million downloads of our show. Uh, Our show is a cross between a radio show, a talk show, and a webinar, right? And so we aim to provide you with valuable information that you will be able to put to use right away. Now, make sure you go and visit our main website over at womenaboutbiz.net. Now, Women About Biz is all about helping women to start and grow their small business and provide you with the resources that you need to generate that six and seven figure income. And that is what we are all about. And so again, I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. We've got a lot to share and I'm so excited about our hot topic. I mean, I can't believe that we're uh, we're right here in March, and so it's time for us to really kind of tighten up things, pull things um, together, and make sure that we have our business in order so that we can take swift action, implement the, implement the things that we need to. Now, last month, during the month of February, our theme was a passion to succeed, a passion to succeed. And we talked about a lot of wonderful things that can help you to push yourself forward to the next level with succeeding. Now, what I want to recommend to you that you do is you definitely listen to all of the Monday episodes from last month, um, because I think that they will help you in gathering your thoughts, giving you some clarity and helping to take your mindset yet to another level that you need to to push yourself to make things happen. And that is what's so very, very important. Uh, I want to give a shout out to so many people. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Diana Lynn Bird, who is a poet. She's also a school teacher. Had such a great time with her at her school last week as as they celebrated Black History Month, and she read her poems. And I'm so glad. So hopefully we'll have Diana on the show because she's a, a motivational poet, and her poems are very very good. And so hopefully we'll get her on the show. Um, I want to give a shout out to all of my longtime listeners on. Woman Radio. Hello, ladies. You know who you are. Charlene, Teresa, Carolyn, um, so many of you have been listening to the show. Tia, I could just go on and on and list a large group of people who have been longtime listeners for more than five plus years on the show. So again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Again, this is allergy season for me. I've got my handy-dandy water here to keep myself moisturized and make sure that I'm not coughing all over the place because, boy, do I have some really good information to share with all of you today. Now, as a reminder, if you didn't take the time to review your calendar and ensure that all of your activities and tasks are scheduled, 
and supporting your goals for this week, I want to remind you to do so because that is so very, very important. Um, it is very common sometimes for us as business women because we play so many multiple roles. Uh, sometimes it is so difficult for us to ensure that many of the tasks that we have listed are supporting our goals. And sometimes it's even more difficult to list the task and to know uh, where we are, what type of clarity we're trying to create for ourselves. So every Sunday at around, I would say, you know, 8, 9 p.m., as you're beginning to slow it down, retire for the evening, um, it's so important to really just get out your calendar, block some time, look at your calendar, and look at the activities that you have scheduled. Now, you're going to notice one of two things. Either you have activities scheduled that are supporting your goals or they're not supporting your goals, or you don't have any activities at all listed, any task or anything that you need to follow up with. And so it's very key that you take this time to become one with your calendar, with your planner, so that you can start seeing results in your business. This is the first step that is going to help you do that, okay? Very, very important. So I want to um, remind you of that, and I want to also remind you that if you are not practicing um, a good time management system, that now is the time. Again, I've had so many people to say, well, what's a good time management system? What do you use? Well, I use Google Calendar, and I also use um, Insightly, which is a customer relations manager. And, of course, last month, I recommended um, to you Insightly.com. I also asked for you to look at CapsuleCRM.com um, to take a look at those two customer relations managers. This is when you need to do more than just schedule, but that you actually need some place to keep up with your notes on every customer or prospect that you connect with, what was said, that type of thing. So it's very, very important that you do that. So again, I'm very excited that you're here because I'm going to be you know, giving you even more suggestions this month. Now, I want to give you the hot topic that we're getting ready to talk about uh, and set the pace for today, and that is becoming a savvy networker, okay? I've talked about this uh, a lot before in the past on the show, but I always try my very best to update and share with you any new things that are coming out regarding networking or what have you. So we're going to set the pace today to talk about uh, what is a savvy networker and um, give you some information on, you know, the seven types of networkers because it's important for you to set your foundation right and for you to make good connections. So I want to talk to you about that. So again, our hot topic for today is becoming a savvy networker, and I'm going to share tips and resources that will help you to start creating a better system for yourself, okay? So last month, we talked about a passion to succeed. We talked about a passion for follow-up. Um, we talked about generating leads and that type of thing. And so all of that is pouring right into this month with becoming a savvy networker. So it's important for you to really take some good notes, okay, and to uh, review those notes after each show and ask yourself, how can I implement what Trina is sharing? Because all of the information that I share is usable information that you will be able to put to use right away. That is, if you choose to implement it. So again, um, it's very, very key. So before we start talking about our hot topic, Becoming a Savvy Networker, I want to just share a few things with you. This month is Women's History Month. We're celebrating women all of this month. And of course, um, I always like to, you know, point you to uh, a website that I have been using, oh, wow, for more than 10 plus years um, in reference to Women's History Month because they profile a diverse group of women uh, that I always really am so impressed with how they, you know, how they choose them, different women. And so, again, I just want to um, – I want to point them out. I'm pulling it up on the internet right now. And so again, as I pull it up on the internet and I'm, you know, I want to make sure that I give you guys the right website to go to. Again, I want to thank all of you who sent me emails last month, letting me know when you had your aha moments, letting me know that the information we provided last month 
for our theme of passion to succeed was definitely something timely and something that you wanted to hear about. Okay, so I am on um, a lot of different websites here, and so I'm going to try and narrow it down, and I apologize that I don't have that website ready for you, um, but I will have it ready for you in the show because there's a couple of people that I want to honor today uh, from that particular website, and again, it is National Women's History Month, and I mean, guys, we have had so many women that have attributed to our lives, and many times we don't even know it, right? We have a tendency to not realize just how many women can impact our lives. Now, I do want to let you guys know this. This is very important. For those of you that have um, the internet, I definitely want to go on YouTube, um, and I definitely want you guys to look up the um, documentary on the Green Book, okay? Make sure you look up that documentary because it is so powerful. Now, I'm going to try to have a watch night uh, where we're actually able to show um, a large portion of that on our Women Out Facebook group, uh, and I'm hoping to have that by Friday. But I want you guys to personally, um, you know, bookmark this on YouTube. I want you to go take a look at it again. Uh, it's a wonderful documentary put out by, uh, I believe, the Smithsonian Institute on uh, the Green Book. And I, when I tell you that it's, it's eye-opening, uh, for those of you that don't know what the Green Book is, the Green Book was the directory listing for African Americans during the 40s, the 50s, and even the 60s giving African-Americans havens, places that they could stay at with fearing of their lives. And many of these places were, the majority, were owned by African-American women who saw the need and were, you know, becoming entrepreneurs, fulfilling the needs and creating bed and breakfast, hotels, restaurants. Um, they were creating retreats that people could come to for the summer and, and, and have retreats. Um, they were actually creating grocery stores because African Americans couldn't shop in the, in the local grocery store again. They created so many different things uh, African American women did. And so I found it just absolutely amazing. So for those of you who are African American and all of our sisters out there who are not celebrate African-American women, definitely go to YouTube and put in the Green Book. And it is, I believe, a Smithsonian Institute documentary. Uh, talk about something that was so wonderful. You definitely want to look it up. And of course, if you have daughters, um, you definitely want to stay with your daughter. If she's old enough to understand and let her watch that with you because it, it was worth it. It really, really was worth it. Okay, and I definitely also want to remind you as well that um, as we celebrated Black History Month on last month, if you are African American, remember, no matter what culture you are, African American, Asian, Indian, Chinese, you know, I could go on and on, Jewish, it doesn't really matter. The importance is to understand that embracing our culture is not about racism. It is about loving ourselves. It is, it is about accepting the beautiful people that we are, that God created, and, and understanding that and embracing that culture and being proud of who we are, no matter what culture that we are in, right? And I, I have always enjoyed learning about other cultures and um, eating other uh, ethnic foods and really making sure that I have a diverse group of friends. And it's something that we need to do for our ourselves and for our children who are moving on in the 21st century and who will be here leading this world of ours, right? And so that is so important. So as we move into, okay, I'm getting reconnected. Hello, hello, everyone who are on Blog Talk Radio. I actually had to use another connection because for some reason we were booted off. So hello, hello to uh, to you again. And so we are getting ready to move right into uh, our five questions of leadership and authority. Um, and the first question is, am I clear on my role as the CEO of my company? And I'm going to quickly run through these, but guys, here's the thing that you need to remember. You need to remember that these questions 
uh, oftentimes these are questions that you'll get. You're going to have different answers. Sometimes every time, sometimes every month, every quarter, what have you. Because as you grow, you expand, and your answers become different. So here's the first one again. Am I clear on my role as CEO of my company? It's all about you being the right kind of CEO for your business. And if you don't know what that is, it means that you need to learn more about your business industry, but you also need to have a position description. For those of us um, who can, for those of you who can, uh, my, my question to you is, on Facebook Live, do you have a written position description, yes or no? How many of you that are listening actually have a position description? Because if you don't, I can guarantee you almost that you don't have as much clarity as you should have with running your business. Um, Here's the next question. What are my business priorities? Do you wake up every morning knowing what your business priorities are as the CEO of your company? Do you know what your sales goals are? Do you know what your connection goals are? Do you know um, the tasks that you need to implement and delegate to other people? Here's number three. Do I have a bird's eye view of the following areas. Do you have a bird's eye view of your workflow? Do you have a bird's eye view of your follow-up system and what you're supposed to be doing? Do you have a bird's eye view of your marketing system and what it's supposed to be doing? Are you checking on your marketing funnels, meaning what's supposed to be happening from the beginning until the end of a result that you want? Are you checking on that? And then, of course, number four, am I allowing my power team to work for me and helping me um, with delegation, with follow-up, with workflow, with marketing, with sales? Do you have a power team of, of individuals who are experts in their own right that can help you move yourself to the next level? And lastly but not least, do I have a delegation system in place to actually activate my power team? Listen. Here we are in March. Now, you know, my grandmother used to say, you know, the older you get, the faster time will pass you by. And she used to tell me sometimes your hours will seem like, you know, minutes, your days will, your days will seem like weeks, your weeks like months. It, it, it will just pass you by, and um, you look up. And you can't believe the amount of time that's passed by. Now, I am in my 50s, so I really have begun to see and understand exactly what my grandmother was talking about. You know, um, it does. Sometimes I look up and a week has gone by, and it seems like it should have just been a day or so, but it's been a week. And, And the time that I thought that I had to do things, I didn't have as much time or I didn't structure my time properly. So listen, these questions that I share with you every Monday are supposed to move you into another answer them. If you're honest with yourself and answering these questions, trust me, you are going to discover some phenomenal things about yourself and about your business. You will find answers to moving your business to that next level. So very, very important. So again, I just uh, read off the five questions of leadership and authority. And why? Because leadership and authority are the two things that you need as a CEO to move your business to the next level. As I've said before, ladies, we have to get ourselves out of the labor position into the management and CEO, entrepreneur visionary position in order to start seeing things happen. And just because we are solo entrepreneurs, it doesn't mean that we are supposed to be by ourselves in running our business and in making our daily activities flow and happen, right? But oftentimes we have, some women have a mindset that they've got to do everything, right? I need a website. Let me go buy a book and figure out how to do that, right? I need a bookkeeping system. Let me, let me buy a book on bookkeeping and find out how to do that. Now, is there anything wrong with that? I would say no. It's, it's nothing wrong with that. And that's very, um, that's showing an initiative to take some kind of action. And sometimes we do have to do those things. However, this is the secret that I want to let you know in taking your business to another level for 2019 because so many people, so many people, and I can't even, I can't talk about it enough. So many people are wanting to move to a different place in their business, and they are not in a different place because 
they have not made changes. Nothing different is happening. And in order to move into a different place, you must do new things and make the necessary changes, right? And so, again, these five questions of leadership and authority is definitely going to help you to do just that. Now, another new thing that we've got going on here at Women About Biz, you guys need to know about it. Um, and I need to make sure that everybody spreads the word on it, is that we have a campaign uh, going on that we call um, a 100K campaign. And so I want to explain to you what the 100K campaign is all about and why I consider it to be a, a very powerful learning tool and a very powerful movement for us as businesswomen, okay? Um, because a lot of the time, you know, we're trying to figure out ways how to network better, how to make things happen, but the power lies within us to do some amazing things. But we have to be willing to, what, take the action, exactly. So the 100K campaign is about bringing into our Women About Biz nationwide Facebook group 100,000 women within the 2019 year. That's what we're trying to do. And the campaign actually starts today. Um, and so how can you get involved? What can you do uh, with the 100K campaign? Well, first of all, you can read all about the campaign by visiting our website at womenaboutbiz.net. And when you get to the website, click on blog in the top menu bar, and right there on the blog, the first blog post is all about the 100K campaign. Click on that, and you will be able to learn all about what we are getting ready to do and why it's so important that we have campaigns like this to bring women together, right? So the 100K movement is all about, again, bringing 100,000 women in the Women About Biz nationwide Facebook group, but not just bringing them in, but for the purpose of helping women to establish better relationships, new connections, help you to uh, generate leads, to prospect, to connect with other women and share information about your products and services, to help one another, to generate resources and information on how to grow your business, to share what's working for you and what's not working for you, to give testimony of things that are happening in your life on a positive note, to be moving together as women, as business women, to help one another. Um, and, you know, that's one of the things that I think is key. And, and I, I wanted to say this right now is that, you know, when it comes to competition, while we have other women who are doing similar to the same thing or the same things that we're doing, we have to remember not to look at those individuals as hard competition to the point where we have to have war, you know, where if someone tells us that, they have a gift basket service, and we have a gift basket service. There's no need to put up a block and say, oh, you know, well, I can't talk to you or I can't talk to this person, and to try to, you know, then get in war mode to destroy whatever that person has. That is not the attitude to have, and it's certainly not how, as businesswomen, we should be conducting our businesses in this 21st century. And I think this is very key. For those of you that are in direct sales, that are in network marketing, you really need to be listening to this because this is very, very key. You know, because I noticed that if someone is in a Mary Kay business and someone is in an Avon business, for example, they may have similar products, you know, uh, nobody has skin so soft. It's patented, right? And it's one of the best things that we can use for mosquito bites, for the summer. For re it's a repellent, and it also helps to soften the skin. So, um, you know, if I were in Mary Kay and I'm like, uh, skin so soft, I'm going to use that. Let's look at Mary Kay. They have fabulous makeup, right? You know, if I'm in Avon, um, and there's not something that that it's not something that we have over on the Avon side. I may contribute to that. Why? Because when we're out in, in the traditional market shopping, guess what? We go to Macy's, we go to JCPenney's, we go to all these different places, and many of you don't even know that they're all owned by Federated, one of the largest retail holders and investors in the world, right? And so, but yet we shop at all of these different places, so it shouldn't be any different, okay? It should not be any different. And so we want to help women understand 
how to actually network, which is so very, very important. And so listen at this. This is five ways you can participate in the 100K movement. First of all, Make sure you go to womenaboutbiz.net. If you're not already a free member of the website itself, Women About Biz, you're missing out on some things because I do a lot of things for for even our free lifetime members, right? So make sure you go there and join. Number two, make sure you are a member of our nationwide Facebook group um, on on Facebook, of course. Um, if you're not, go to Facebook, look up Women About Biz, and join our Facebook group. And you can also like us on our fan page as well. Um, and then, you know, make a commitment to invite three to five business women weekly to join our Facebook community and also to join as free members to our Women About Biz website. You know, I pride myself in providing a positive environment where women can come and grow as business women. And that is that is what we have been doing at Women About Biz now for some nineteen plus years. So again, um, you know, join us, join in with us and invite other women to the Facebook group and also uh, invite other women to join us for our free membership at womenaboutbiz.net. Also, you know, connect with new community members. I can tell who knows how to network and who doesn't by the way people are connected to each other, making comments on one another's posts and different things like that. I can tell, and I see right now, we have like 1,600-plus members in our Facebook community. I can see right now that there is a lot of education that we as, uh, at Women About Biz need to put out and teach about networking because while we see women busy promoting their businesses, we don't see women sharing resources as much, and we don't see you connecting with other business women, which is what it is all about. So we're going to be talking about that not only this month, but throughout the rest of this year, teaching you how to network, okay? And so um, then the last thing, the, the fifth way to really connect with the 100K movement is to spread the news about the 100K movement through your social media networks. Now, if you go to the blog um, on Women About Biz that's uh, located in the top right menu bar, you click on blog and read the 100K article on how to participate, you will see that we already have a graphic. All you have to do is right mouse click and save it as an image on your hard drive, and then share that graphic and just give a quick testimony. Hey, I'm a member of the Women About Biz Facebook community. I invite you to join, and then just put a link to the community on Facebook, right, and ask them to join. Or go on Facebook and invite a few people from your actual Facebook page while you're in the community. Um, but, again, our goal is 100,000 women. We're really getting ready with a heavy campaign to push this out. You're going to see sponsor ads on Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, and we're also going to be hosting some regional events, some local events here in Atlanta, and, um, again, if you are a savvy networker already, you have an established network and you feel that it would benefit you to be the go-to person in your community or area, then we invite you to host a Women About Biz networking event in your area. Now, to do that, simply send us a quick email to member support, again, member support at womenaboutbiz.net, and in the subject line, put host networking event. And then I'll respond to you as soon as I can. Again, if you're interested in hosting your own Women About Biz networking event, then just send a quick email to member support at womenaboutbiz.net, and in the subject line, put host networking event, and then, of course, I will respond to you as soon as I can. Make sure you give me your phone number, your email first and last name, and I'll definitely respond to you. So I'm excited about the 100K campaign, and I want you to be excited about it because it's not just for us at Women About Biz at all. Imagine your ability to belong to a private network that has 100,000 women in the group and that you have the ability to connect with these women, not just for the purpose of promoting or selling, but for the purpose of establishing long-term business relationships with helping each other in many other ways. 
for collaborating in so many ways that you wouldn't even believe it, right? And so this is something powerful. This is something awesome. So if you believe in supporting business women, if you believe in the power of women, for the 100K movement, 1237 after the hour, and you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman radio show. Um, I want to also mention to you that uh, as we celebrate, um, you know, Women's History Month this month, we've got a lot going on uh, on the Women About Biz website as well. I want you also, as we talk about networking, I want you to make sure you visit our Savvy Networking Woman channel we're getting ready to put out some great networking articles, some how-to articles on networking. So make sure you visit the Savvy Networking Woman channel. And again, to do that, simply go to womenaboutbiz.net. And then once you go to womenaboutbiz.net, hold your mouse over channels and select in the drop-down Savvy Networking Woman, and you'll be able to go on there and start right away reading some information that's going to help you uh, to be savvy in networking. And for those of you that are on Facebook, I just actually posted the link for you um, for Savvy Networking Woman so that you can go to it right away. And, again, if you are listening on Blog Talk Radio, simply go to womenaboutbiz.net and then click on Channels and select Savvy Networking Woman in the drop-down, okay? Um, I want to go ahead right now at this time, and I want to just talk a little bit about our theme, uh, you know, which is becoming a savvy networker, um, because there's nothing like understanding how to network as a businesswoman. And sometimes we forget that just, as we have to have a system for everything, we do have to have a system for networking as well. And so today, I want to set the pace by letting you know about seven types of, uh, of business networking. And I think it's key for you to learn this so you can decide what type of networking methods are best for you, okay? So the first thing I want to do before I start sharing about these seven types of networking is I want to just let you know some foundational things when it comes to small business networking. I want to let you know some foundational things that you need to do. Now, before you even put yourself out there and you start going networking and that kind of thing, you've got to build a good, solid administrative foundation um, so that things will flow. And that's one of the biggest things that I see happening is that People just jump out there and start networking, and then when they come back to their home office, they start stacking business cards on their desk. Before you know it, it's been months or even years, and they have all of these business cards, and somehow they're thinking that they can connect to these people at any time when that simply is not true at all, right? Okay, remember, every single day as individuals, we have hundreds of of phrases, of people, of expressions, of pictures, of images passing us by each individual. And so after you connect with somebody, uh, if you don't connect with them within 24 hours usually, at least 24 to 48 hours, guess what? They're going to forget who you are. They may not even remember you. So you can imagine someone giving you their business card, and then you can imagine being able to um, connect with them uh, right away compared to three months later, six months later, a year later. You can just imagine um, the different degrees of impact or the lack of impact, right? Uh, so when you connect with someone uh, within 24 to 48 hours, you can say, hey, for example, Sharon, nice to meet you again. Hey, we just went to such and such networking event or I met you here or there, and I wanted to follow up with you because I really enjoyed talking with you, and I was wondering if we could schedule a connection call if you don't have time to talk now. Um, you need to come up with scripts and different things, right? So that's why you have to be administratively prepared in setting your foundation for networking. So what do you need to do to be administratively prepared? Okay, well, number one, um, you need to, if you're uncomfortable with networking or you need ways to warm up when you're going to networking events, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or what have you, you need to make sure that you have a script in place, 
okay? A script is very important to be in place for networking events. Not that you're going to pull the script out and start reading it, but it's a, it's a short script that you need to remember. So all of you are probably familiar with an elevator pitch, right? Letting someone know in 30 seconds or less who you are, what you do, and how you might be able to benefit them, right? And so you should have a 30-minute, uh, not a minute, but a 30-second introduction or an elevator pitch. Um, and it shouldn't be self-serving, the pitch that you give. I do this. I do that. I can do this. I can do that. No, not at all. It should be really a very beneficial statement that you make to a person, right? Uh, I remember my good friend, Rhonda Marte, who is also a hairstylist. I remember that she had a phrase that I help you to look beautiful, right, from the inside out. She was a hairstylist, but her, she, was, she would also always start with that when someone would say, well, what do you do? She says, I help make women beautiful from the inside out. I make your hair look beautiful. Um, I make you feel good about yourself. Therefore, it's reaching the inside. And so she would talk about that a lot as she would introduce herself. And um, I know another hairstylist who taught me that a lot of people are always going to say, for example, that I have a hairstylist already. So she would always start off with, do you know what it feels like when you can't get in touch with your hairstylist or your hairstylist is sick or can't see you? And then a the person will say, yeah, I know how that feels. She says, well, then I want to be your backup hairstylist. I help women look beautiful, blah, blah, blah. So you have to come up with a statement that is going to benefit and intrigue an individual. It's going to be compelling to them. And sometimes it, it requires you to sit down and just brainstorm and just start writing out what you want to actually say to other individuals as you are connecting with them. So what's your 30-minute, your 30-second, I keep saying 30 minutes, but it's 30 seconds. What's your 30-second pitch? What can you say in 30 seconds? And check this out. I read recently that a lot of experts are saying that now you've got to capture somebody's attention in 10 to 15 seconds. It's like it's blowing my mind. Like, wow, that's crazy, right? But what can you say within at least 30 seconds that can capture, compel, attract a person to, um, to talk with you? So some of the things that I use, uh, that I like to is I, like if I'm talking to a one-on-one -on -one individual, then I might let them know that I specialize in daily operations and workflow, helping business women to make sense of their productivity so they can generate money. And the time I mention that, people will start saying, really, how, how, what type of workflow things, what type of productivity? Another short statement, as I might say, is I specialize in helping women through my special cash flow system of learning how to generate six- and seven-figure income. And that always gets women coming back to me and say, well, how do you do that? What's your cash flow system? And I automatically then let them know, here, I invite you to, to um, schedule a free power talk session with me so that I can share that with you, right? Because whatever you're offering, whatever you're trying to um, convey, you don't need that one on, whether you're one-on-one -on -one or in a group, you never, ever do that, right? Um, because you want that opportunity to come back to that person and also to get their name, phone number, and email, which is mandatory if you know how to properly network, right? You've got to have that information. So, again, it's key, it's vital for you to come up with that 30-second um, soundbite, intro, uh, elevator pitch, very, very key. So seven types, well, before I start, hold on, there's one more thing I want to share with you is that you have to have a place where you are going to have a, uh, information on every person that you meet. And I would say that is going to be uh, your customer relations database, okay? So if you don't have that and you're confused on what the heck all of that is, for right now, keep it simple. Just start an Excel spreadsheet or a Google spreadsheet, okay? And keep up with your names, emails, phone numbers, and where you met them from. Uh, if you're ready to move on to a customer relations uh, manager, such as Insightly, I-N-S-I-G-H-T-L-Y.com or CapsuleCRM.com. If you remember last month, I shared with you that Capsule CRM stands for Customer Relations Manager. 
CapitalCRM.com has an awesome free membership um, that I think gives you up to 2,500 contacts. In addition to that, they give you a full working CRM system. So I was saying if you're, if you're on, a, on a budget, you're trying to be on a dime, but you need that, go sign up for the Capsule CR using it. So very, very important, okay? The other thing I would say as well is some of the email marketing platforms like Constant Contact, AWeber, um, MailChimp, they have apps that allow you to put a form right on your phone where you could enter a person's name, phone number, and email. So if a person says they don't have a business card, you say, that's okay, here you go right here entering in on this form, okay? Um, and so, again, it's about being prepared in season and out of season at all times because there are a lot of people that you're going to be networking with that don't have a business card, okay? And you shouldn't let that shake you up when they say they don't have a business card. Never, ever say, oh, okay, not a problem. Well, let me give you my phone number. Why? Because the responsibility of follow-up should always be in your hands. You should never, ever lose control of that. So those are the couple of things I want you to know right now about being administratively prepared before you actually start networking. Now, the next thing is, you guys, hey, I'm going to tell you this, and you can, you can think I'm kidding you or not, but you need to be networking every single day by connecting with three to five people that you don't know. That's either through social media, people that you've met at live events or what have you. And then for live networking events, you need to be going to two to three live networking events weekly outside of your industry events that you might be attending. So this is going to keep you busy. But the thing that I love most about networking is that networking is one of the best synergistic methods ever. And when I use that word synergy or synergistic, what I'm saying is that when you put yourself out there, when you start networking, when you start connecting, exchanging uh, contact information, meeting people, you never have to turn around and just sit there and stare at the phone and go, oh, I wonder when the phone is going to ring because you are stirring up your own energy. Okay, and that's the beautiful thing that I love is that when the spirit inside of you sees that you're trying hard to make things happen in your life, then it's going to kick in. God sees that you are doing things for yourself. The spirit within you is going to kick in, and guess what? God's going to say, help her out. Attract and generate people to her. Attract and generate new business to her because she is, she is putting an a effort forward. And that's what's so very, very important, okay? So without further ado, here are the seven types of business networking that you need to know about. Here's number one, one-on-one networking, okay? This is when you are meeting with an individual, um, and it's one of the most powerful forms of networking. Now, you don't have to be networking at an event. It could be over dinner, over lunch, over breakfast, on the phone, it, uh, but it's one-on-one. You're talking with the individual. You don't have to already know the individual because it could be while you're in the Starbucks coffee shop. It could be while you are, um, you know, waiting in line at the grocery store. Boy, I don't know. For some reason, the grocery store has been like my best friend for decades, right? I meet people, and I'm not scared to, to walk up to them or to strike conversations. Um, and so it has always been a great place. Number two is group networking or networking event. Now, this is a basic form of networking where individuals meet on a weekly, biweekly, or monthly basis to share information, exchange contact information. There normally is a, a keynote or featured speaker, and it normally is going to cost you anywhere between $10 and $100. It just depends on the, the networker, the networking event, where it's being held, or what have you, okay? Here's number three, lead group. Okay, a lead group. Now, the rules to this form of networking is that only one type of business can belong in most lead groups. So if they have a virtual assistant, then they may be able to refer you to other groups that have virtual uh, a space open for a virtual assistant. Or if you're a travel agent, they may already have a travel agent, but they may be able to tell you where another location has a group as a travel agent, okay? But 
lease groups, the members must bring one, at least one qualified lead to provide to a group member, and members meet on a weekly basis. Now, in lease groups, this is where it's really, really important for you to really establish an individual one-on-one relationship with everyone in your lead group. Now, the lead groups that I have participated with in the past have ranged from five people to 25 people, okay? Um, And the one thing that is difficult in the very, very beginning about lead groups is that um, it's challenging if you're not used to referring to other people, referring leads to other people or letting people know about different things, then it's very challenging, okay? But I tell you what, this also shows you your weak spot if you're not referring leads to other people or connecting or establishing relationships. Now, I have a very solid and strong uh, lead policy and system that I have, and so I never just blanketly give somebody's name and phone number to anybody. No. If I have a good lead to somebody, I have to believe that you can provide that person with a quality service or product, and I have to believe that they can provide you with the same thing. So if I don't have a relationship, and I, for example, know they may do taxes, but I don't have a relationship with them, I can't, I can't give that lead. I, I just can't. Right, and so that's why I make it my business to develop and have a relationship with everyone that I connect with because it's not always about just connecting with them for the purpose of them purchasing something from you. And if you think that, my friend, you definitely don't know what networking is all about. So these groups are really good, and you'll just have to check some of them out. Um, some of the some of the ones that I have been a member of, I should say, I have been a member of the group called Leads, the Leads Club, and I've also been a member of the Business Network International, or better known as BNI.org, okay? Uh, that was started by Dr. Uh, Ivan Misner. He's uh, one of the foremost on networking. They have a lot of resources. Um, but, you know, again, you also may want to look at the National Association of Women's Bu- Women Business Owners, NABO. Uh, you may want to look at them. There's also the National Chamber of Commerce for Business Women. You may want to take a look at that, okay? Also, you want to look at your local chambers uh, who also have different subgroups like leads groups, groups just for women. You want to take a look at that as well. Here's the next type of networking called exclusivity group. Exclusivity group means only, again, one business type of group and that members commit to giving business to one another as well as refer. Um, however, normally there is no requirement that you must bring a lead. So exclusivity groups run a little bit differently in that you're not required to bring a lead, so they're really more about establishing a business relationship with one another. Number five is networking. Now, this is some of our 21st century networking that we're getting into now. Similar to the new form of speed dating, speed networking is where a group of individuals pre-register for a networking event, and then they are paired based on their compatibility products and or services. Now, one of the most largest networking events that are like that, now they host both regular networking events and speed networking events, but I really, really like them, and they're called Networking After Work. Again, networkingafterwork.com, and they have um, millions of people networking all across the U.S., and it's worth getting to know who they are. Uh, Again, networkingafterwork.com. And then, of course, you can always, you know, try out their meetings. They're located in many of the metropolitan um, and so speed networking, you really have to have your 30-second intro or elevator pitch down packed, and you have to make sure that it is compelling. So that requires you to sit down, write out some, some scripts on your notepad, say them on your phone, ask other people to listen to them until you have come up with like two or three scripts that you can interchange and use and remember by heart, right? Very, very key. Um, one, oh, one other thing I wanted to let you know about speed networking that I see here in my note is that this form of networking does call for at least 20 compatible businesses to be in the mix. So usually when you go to speed networking, um, you're going to see about 20 to 30 people, always an even number. 
so that they can they can match, okay? Um, and then there's online social networking, of course. You know, you can gain incredible branding and popularity through social networking. Um, but the key with social networking and networking as whole, in a whole is that you must be persistent and consistent. If you drop being consistent, right, and pushing forward, you're going to lose your mobility and, 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 the, and the momentum that you actually have to be able to network, and that is so very, very key. So the thing that I like to do and that many of you have heard me talk about in reference to, um, you know, online social networking is that about maybe eight, nine years ago, I came up with what I called the connection call, right? The call is uh, invitation is where you invite individuals, not just offline, but individuals who you are friends with on, on social media, you actually invite them to actually um, connect with you in a 15-minute phone call where you each can learn what the other does and for the purpose of support, establishing a connection, um, and, again, a, a newfound relationship. And so you're actually going to send that person a private message and invite them. I usually have about a 90 to 95% return on that. I never have a problem um, with connecting with other people. So it's very, very important and very key. So, and then, of course, last but not least is virtual networking. Um, and virtual networking is anything even outside of the social networking where you're going on Google Docs or Google, not Google Docs, but Google, and popping in different types of business industries and um, trying to meet different people who are in, in different types of business industries. And Google is good for that. And I'm going to talk about that more on next week. So those, there you have it, the seven um, types of business networking, and this is going to set your foundation as I've shared some things with you about administrative preparation before you start networking, and then the seven types of networking. And again, I've experienced all of these types. They're all very, very powerful. Next week, I'm going to talk about 10 things to master your networking, and we're going to talk more about administratively preparing yourself. So that's all I have for now. For those of you who are on um, Facebook Live, hold on. Don't flip off. For those of you who are on Block Talk Radio, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm so sorry that it clicked off a couple of times, but know that um, you can go back and listen to a recorded broadcast at womenaboutbiz.net. Just click on podcast and listen. Take care, everybody. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and sign off with you on Block Talk Radio. Have a productive and abundant week, everybody. Okay, for those of you who are on Facebook and still listening, uh, I'm going to be ending in just a minute. Oh, I got some hearts. Thank you, guys. Thank you for my hearts. I love hearts. So, ladies. As we move forward, I'm going to be uh, sharing a lot of things and pushing some things out this week on Facebook and our Women About Biz group about the 100K program. I'm also going to be looking to interview people on Facebook Live in our community group. So if you're interested in being interviewed um, on the Facebook group, please let me know because we want to know about your business. We want to know what you do and who you are, okay? So if you're interested, send me a private message and let me know um, that you're interested in being interviewed Facebook Live uh, so that you can introduce yourself. So we're going to be doing that all of this month. We're going to have prizes as well as we celebrate Women's History Month. So again, guys, um, you know, hang in there with me. Celebrate with me Women's History Month. Celebrate with me as we uh, start our 100K campaign, and I look forward to connecting with all of you. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.